Welcome to the Broncos Unfiltered Podcast for Monday, the 24th of April, Round 8. On today's episode, we review the Broncos' win against the Eels in Darwin, including Payne Huss and Ezra Mann both being charged for dangerous con- contact. We discuss the Rabbitohs' last-minute win over the Panthers and the Dolphins' huge comeback against the Titans. We take a look at worst trip home and first coach sacked, as well as discuss the ongoing raid by Rugby Australia. Then we finish it all off with some mailbag. Okay, let's get into it. To our way of thinking, not to be down to 11 when Payne Haas wasn't sent to the sin bin for what looked to be a hip drop tackle on Regan Campbell-Gillard, who might have picked up an injury and potentially a serious one as a result. At full time, the Broncos have beaten the Eels 26 points to 16. We'll take a look. G'day, guys, and welcome back to Broncos Unfiltered. I'm Shane. I'm here with my mate Chris, and after beating the Eels and the Panthers, we basically won the Premiership last year. Boom. 2022 Premiership winners, the Brisbane Broncos. Basically. That's the way I'm looking at it. Well, it kind of makes sense, really. Um, But it actually doesn't as well. Oh, well, you know, it's semantics, mate. It's, It's semantics. We, we're basically the best team that's ever been around. I think that in in twenty twenty three, that is correct. <laughs> well, if you have a look to see where we're sitting on the ladder, we are seven wins. The next number two, Manly, at the moment, at the time of recording, are sitting second up with four wins. Yeah, we still have a buy up our sleeve. Man, we are we are golden. Uh, we're basically paying 95 cents now to win the premiership. We're giving money away. Giving money away. That were The first half of that game was probably the most fun I've had watching a Broncos <laughs> yep. team for a long time. Uh, yep. It was probably some of, the, some of the best entertaining rugby passages of it that I'd seen this year. Uh, the Panthers, yep. the Panthers, that game a few weeks ago when they put on an absolute clinic, mm. um, that that was good, fast football. Uh, but but the game, uh, the game on Friday night against the Eels, that first half was absolutely electric and uh, fun. Look, yeah, fun, really fun to watch. Yeah, so but it looked like fun to play. It looked like the yep. players were having fun. Like Ezra Mann was just having an absolute fucking ball. Reese mm. Walsh was having fun. They were all having fun. And now, I, look, I don't know if Reese Walsh was having that much fun because I did hear he was vomiting uh, on on the sideline. When was that? Uh, second half. It wasn't the, the second half. Second half. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So. Uh, did anything now, more come out of that? Was he unwell? No, no. I think it was a humidity. Yeah, right. Uh, so uh, I think that got to him. Um, but just recapping the score, if you missed it, twenty six sixteen. And if you did miss it, dude, what? It was that that first half just unbelievable. And the Panthers, sorry, Panthers, Parramatta didn't play that bad either. We just kicked their ass in the first half. We didn't the, allow the, them to play. Yeah, yep, yep. We were fast right from the start. Yeah. Really fast, play the balls. 
Um, yeah. And and yeah, as you said, it, they just looked fun. Um, and I, I, who made a huge difference was Corey Oakes, your man. Your man, six foot, six foot seven, chorus. Isn't it funny? I actually, I sent you that message. I think uh, if you look at Corio, so you, so when when everybody was the, the two teams lined up and they're doing the last post, there's there's everybody. Then there's Corio. You know, Jesus, he is a giant. <laughs> He's a big boy. What did I come back with? He's six four. I, six, I joked four, at yeah. six. I, I joked at six. six seven, but he's he's six four. I got so excited on um, on Tuesday when the team list came out, mm. and I sent out I sent out that message on on Instagram. Uh, just the the big man, the big man's back. I think I posted on Facebook. He came out after a after a a full contact session, a good three four hour session on the Tuesday. He's apparently driven to the surgeon to get special clearance to say that he could play just he, he he just wanted to play and i said it when it happened or a week after it happened and i still say it again how the fuck anyone can return from a broken jaw in six weeks is absolutely beyond me it's crazy really crazy uh and but he didn't protect it either he was you wouldn't even know he missed a week no. you wouldn't even know mate he was he was just he was electric, uh, bringing that ball back um, and smashing his body into the line. How many meters did he end up doing, Statsman? It was two hundred and twenty-four or something. Far out. That's- now, obviously, he's, he's bringing the ball back um, from from kicks and whatever. But I think only half of them were, were half of those meters was from from kick returns. The rest yeah. of it was him just coming in, you know, first and second tackle and and taking some some pressure uh, off the forwards and getting the ball going forward. He was great. Um, and just back to that lineup, it just made Adam Reynolds look tiny. He, Alfie, Alfie <laughs> Langer walked past and then all of a sudden you go, Jesus, Alfie is tinier still. <laughs> he's not He's not a big boy. Renault, Adam no. Reynolds, no, and well, Alfie Lang is certainly not a big boy, but well, Adam Alan Reynolds looking up to him, <laughs> but obviously, uh, with age, Alfie has uh, he's shrunk down to his his four, <laughs> four foot two size. He can't afford to shrink. <laughs> he can't afford to shrink. <laughs> Have you seen his mum? She's tiny. She's <laughs> tiny. He, no. He's. He, she's a three. He's foot the one. giant of the family. <laughs> He's the abnormality. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever listen to? This is a bit totally off topic, but the Ipswich Connection, uh, um, Alfie, Ke- Kevin, and Carrot. They released yeah. a couple of yeah. rap song, and yes. I had that cassette. I loved it, man. I listened to it, and I can still do. Hey, hey, we're the Broncos. Hey, hey. <laughs> That's right. They were in the studio and everything, weren't they? Oh, they're, f- they're they fully. They're, they're, they were called the Ipswich Connection. So, oh, I used to love it. I used to love it. Would listen to it for hours on end, and yeah. I feel I feel sorry for my son now because uh, he's consuming so much rugby league content on Ko. It's not funny. The other day I came home and he's watching uh, the 2000 grand final between Broncos and Roosters. <laughs> I'm like, oh, How good's that what though? Because you can start, you can talk to him about old games and he's going to know about it. 
that's his so good. Favorite, his favorite player is still is JT. Yeah. So he's he's nine. JT retired what five years ago, four years ago. Well, it's a few years ago now. Yeah. So so he's still a huge fan of uh, JT. It's his fav- his favorite player. But look, at any time, his favorite player is whoever's got the ball. So right. Um, and so he he played footy today. He's got a, he wears a white headguard, the same white headguard as Reed Marnie. Yeah, and right. He's, he's always like, oh, oh, I'm basically Reed Marnie. <laughs> so anyway, what were we talking about? The Broncos. The Broncos. Broncos. So it took 22 points to six at halftime, mm-hmm. uh, as we touched on an absolute cracking first half from the Broncos. We we had. Um, you know, some some great uh, uh, the tries were scored from a couple of them were scored from a fair way out. We had flick passes, we had all sorts uh, in that game, and then yep. and then it absolutely monsoonal rain rains came through. It started pissing down. Yep. Uh, imagine that playing up there in Darwin in that heat and humidity, and then a a, a storm. Well, a, Rain comes through like that. Imagine well, how slippery that ball is. You know, uh, a mate of mine who's a big Broncos fan used to live in Darwin. He messaged me and he said, that's just a little bit of rain. That's a light shower. Because if you actually look at the crowd, they're just sitting there watching it. You know, there's no running for cover. Or, oh, look at the rain. They're like, yeah. They probably, this will, probably this will the be cool over, change. This will be it's over like a- three hours. It's fine. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, I did want to point out. Now I haven't written any minutes down this this week. I haven't gone the look right. in the fourteenth minute. However, I will point out the first try by the Eels. Jeez, that was soft. It was yeah. really soft, and I, I watched it a few times. The Bronco, the the players were looking at the Parramatta players rather than the ball. There's like four or five Broncos players around, and you've got Gutho. Just yeah, sneaking his way in or sliding his way in like the slippery eel he is, and scores that try. I, I was, I was outraged. I was off my head. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, and I did also when when Ezra Mam scored scored that try. Oh, no, it's not Ezra Mam. Sorry, um, uh, Reno scored that that try from that flick pass from from uh, Ezra Mam. Corey, it's not Corey Oates. Um, Patrick Harrigan touched the ball twice, hit the ball up twice, and so and had a, two offloads, and uh, had one offload. And Payne Haas had two hits with one offload. They had an absolute smashing first half. Carrigan looked like he'd heard our per- podcast, and he's gone. Fuck these guys. Think I wasn't. I didn't get any points this week, eh? And he's just he's he was he was so good. So That's the best good. game. That's the best game that Patrick Carrigan's played for a few weeks. Um yep. he, he he was almost forty tackles, um, I think thirty seven tackles. He was everywhere, um, over a couple hundred meters. He he just uh, sorry, not a couple hundred meters. He was just on 160 meters, but he he just ran the ball up, got the got the team moving forward, couple of offloads, and just hit everything that moved, everything that moved. Yeah. Um, best game, best game for a few weeks for for your mate. Now, I wouldn't call myself a stats man like yourself. However, I have been doing a little digging, and 
out of the NRL, the post-contact meters first is Payne Haas. Yeah. Um, five, 589 meters. Brian Toor is second with 494. So uh, Payne Haas is almost 100 more meters. Uh, then you've got Herbie as third and Patrick Carrigan as four. Wow, that's that's unbelievable! No, no wonder, no wonder we are we are banging down the door and smashing through the front door there. Uh, I'm not surprised by Farnworth because he always seems to break um, the first tackle whenever you know he's bringing the ball back from the line or um, or even just through sweeping plays. He he always seems to break that first tackle, so I'm not that surprised by that one. But Pat Carrigan, if you look at and We've spoken about it, and um, on the last few, just he's he's just been a little quiet. Mm. Um, doesn't what doesn't it does surprise me actually? It surprises me that he's all the way up there. Um, uh, it it's all it's it's almost like he's playing with an injury, and and net, maybe now he he's over that niggle. So uh, is that but, a scoop? Oh, scoop! Have you been talking to Buzz? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody with my bus impersonation. Or lead a bill as someone who <laughs> someone referred to him on Facebook as four leader Phil. I actually didn't even know that reference. Didn't know what that reference was and had to no, ask. And I got back. All I got back was a cask of goon. Yeah. And I thought yeah. to myself, well, it probably sounds appropriate. Probably and true. That, and that's just before he records 360. Yeah, you don't want to see halfway through. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, what what I really liked is also Flegler was back. Um, yeah. And Flegler, Flegler generally takes the first hit up. So he doesn't get the meters like a Payne Haas or Pat Carrigan. So he eats those hard meters. So stat, stats say one thing, but, you know, um, that first and second hit up is a lot harder than the third and fourth hit up because you've got the – Obviously, you've got the, the 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 opposition moving backwards, so stats stats are great, but uh, doesn't always tell you know the the, the true the, the true stats of the um, the true numbers of the of the game. Well, they they worked really well in rotation again. Flegler, um, Jensen, Haas and Jensen. Um, Jensen coming off the bench over a hundred meters for with eleven carries. Um, he just he just continues to put in the work, um, and he's he's been playing he's been playing good football uh, this season, which has been which has been awesome to see. Yeah, look, the, uh, we are we are really blessed at the moment to have those guys coming coming through, and you've you've also got Marty Tapa, ta- shit, Marty Tapao, um. He that was his best game, I reckon. Uh, I reckon agreed. that was Marty's best game in, in a Broncos shirt. Um, couple of clean big hits, uh, made meters going forward, couple of offloads again. Um, he's that that by far and away is I think his his better game of the year. And uh, he didn't break anybody this year this week, so that was good. He didn't. He he didn't smash anyone. So that was always that's a that's a positive. Yeah. Um, uh, now, the second half. So, just a quick question: if that if that massive monsoon rain or that light shower, depending on where you live, if that didn't come, 
Do you think the Broncos are piling on more points, or do you, do you think? Do you think? I don't Paramount know. I think. Uh, I, I, don't, I reckon they would have actually gone on with it. They were playing such a expansive style in that first half. They were throwing the ball around. They were prepared to chance their arm. Going into that second half, it we've just said it, it absolutely started pissing down. And both teams needed to tighten it up. And mm. I think Parramatta were more prepared to tighten it up um, and prepared to do the hard work. Not that we weren't doing the hard work um, in the second half, but there were just a, a couple of a uh, couple of lapses, a couple of tries for Parramatta. I, de- I, I don't think the game was ever in doubt. I think the Broncos mm. were always going to win, but yep. it was just how comfortable are you going to make it for yourselves? Um, yep. And they they decided at the end that they wanted to make it a little uncomfortable um, because, mm. you know, it, it did got within eight, but... You know, probably could have put the game away a lot sooner. Ten, but yeah, uh, ten. I thought yeah. I thought Reno should have kicked the. I mean, he was right in front. Should have taken the penalty, made it twelve, made it easy. Just you know, take it take it out of the Parramatta's um, thoughts that they could come back. But um, now there was a very controversial moment. Now I don't want to be a ref basher, but what the fuck, Ashley Klein? What the what the actual what the fuck, bro? I don't think what? you can start a sentence with. Now, I don't want to be a ref basher. Now, I don't but... want to be one of those guys. I don't want to be a Karen, but God, what the fuck was that? There was a lot of chat on Facebook and Instagram about about the referee. There was a lot of chat. And the chat lot. was early, like yep. first five minutes there was stuff about um, Ashley Klein hates the Broncos. Ashley Klein sucks. Ashley Klein can go get fucked. There was a lot of that sort of gear on uh, on on the Facebook page. Early. Are you talk- are you talking about our the Broncos unfiltered podcast community uh, Facebook group? Is that it. the one that you? Uh, I had to go and look at it quickly. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> Is that the one you're talking about? Because there was that a lot one. of chatter. There was a lot of chatter about that. Um, yeah, I, I, the, if you missed it, the penalty. Um, it, we, we've gone to play the ball, and somebody's somebody's knocked knocked us over. Renault's picked it up, and that's a knock on. Yeah, well, I, I don't understand how that can be a knock on. I don't understand why it's not a penalty, or why it's not play on or play the ball again. They scored that set too, didn't they? They did. They did score that yeah. set. I was fucking ropeable about it too. Yeah, but I don't want to be one of those guys that uh, you know hates on the refs. But what Hate the bashes the ref? <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. Uh, I th- and I even like all the Broncos players were just looking around as if to say, "What do you mean?" Yeah, what, yeah. What, what, I don't, what, what, what do you actually mean? And the the commentators were talking about it. Like I, the the only person in the in the grounds, it wasn't even a fifty fifty call. It was just a, it was a howler of a decision that they got wrong. But I just don't understand what the decision was. It was a knock on. I don't. I don't get it. I, I want to go know. off my head about it, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You're just... going to leave that for the hip drops. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. Park it for the moment. We're going to park it for the moment. Okay. We'll there is going to be a problem. lot of chat about that, though. Oh my a god! There's so much about that. So much now. Well, okay, okay. We'll we'll keep going with the game then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the try by that kick from Renault that flipped up and Ezra Mam scored it. Oh wow! If you if you actually watch, you know, like it, it was a big bounce, and it was I think Cobo pushed it back. And then Ezra Man was the man yeah. on the spot, but you watch if you if you watch it a few times, he's pushing up in the middle for that very reason, or you know tackle in, tackle uh, tackle him into in goal. So it's not like he was just there for he was tactically in that position. Yeah. So so as lucky as it is, you have to be there to score that try, and there are you no other Parramatta players there to to stop it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. There are two Broncos players, three Broncos if you throw in Cobo. Well, just I just think it just King it Dutto. just goes to show the the Broncos, the Broncos in that first half just showed that they wanted it more. Um, they just they wanted to that they were competing for every ball. They uh they were unrelenting in in their getting up in the Parramatta's faces, um and. They're playing as a unit at the moment. They're, yep. they're actually playing, and it, geez, it is fun to watch. Fun to watch. Very, very fun to watch. Um, I tell you, who was also fun to watch uh, was Reese Walsh, but very subdued. Reese Walsh, very subdued. I mean, uh, it, in saying that, every time he touched the ball, it looks like he's going to score a try or or um, have an awesome offload or fly to the moon or something but uh he he just didn't really get that much involved he got um he had a couple of good carries early i love that when he gets the ball when he very first gets the ball and he's got that hop step about him and he Mm. can actually go both ways um on you know whichever whichever direction he chooses to to go I don't know if he does. His body, his rules. Hey, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. We're not here to judge, um, bro. We're not here. Um, but he can he can literally go to the left or to the right. Um, and he 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 didn't he get him didn't get himself super involved. But again, it's that it's that X factor of him coming back, and you just know. That something could happen here. He could just yep. break it open with, you know, a, a step, well, um, I think, which I is think so much fun. Ezra, Ezra, ma'am, and uh, and uh, Renault took control more, more of, of the game uh, on Friday night rather than having uh, Reese Walsh chime in more. Or he could have been legitimately sick if he's throwing up in, in the back there. Oh, that's actually a good point. So he, he may have been a bit off. Um, but you know, he just he wasn't needed, I suppose. We we, we didn't is, need him to push that parcel. We didn't need him to create anything out of nothing. Yeah. Um, is that Ezra Mam's best game this year? Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, yep. I think so. I think so. He, how strong is he? Um, because again, he made a couple of couple of good tackles. 
Um, but again, he, he also yeah. breaks. He gets his nose through the line. Um, I wouldn't say his nose. It's his hips, man. He, yeah. His hips must be fucking. He must be do. He must be doing sit ups for days, bro. Because you need a good core to have those strong hips. Yeah. So when when he you know hitting hitting those that line, and when he did score that. Oh, sorry. When he flicked past to Renault, I think he could have scored that try himself. You reckon? But when he hit that line, you knew he was going through. You knew it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I just also add that camera angle fucking sucked. Oh, don't, don't. It was so, it was so, <laughs> so hard to I watch. was sitting there. When, when they first started, the game kicked off and I went, oh, that's cool. So are you going to zoom out now and go maybe a little <laughs> bit higher up? And then they didn't. And I'm like, Oh no no no! You you you! Someone needs to hit the other button that zooms out and goes a little <laughs> bit higher out. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that passes forward. Well, that passes forward. Yeah. Well, that pass has gone forward. Every single pass looked forward. The angle was shit. Mm. You couldn't actually see anything that was going on. Now, obviously, I don't think the stadium in Darwin's got uh, it, you know a, a it looked a like monster an AFL stadium. Or looked like a cricket stadium. So. Uh, yeah, there's that there's that aspect too, but yeah, uh, it reminded and- me of though of of a game, you know, back in the day that would have been, you know, when I was a kid watching the game. I don't know, fucking west western uh, western suburbs, and there's there's scaff on halfway, scaffolding <laughs> at halfway, just with the cameraman perched up there, about yeah. fifteen meters up in the air. Yep, 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 yeah. Uh, it was uh, so. I wonder because that, that game was played on Channel Nine and Fox. Yeah, who pays for who pays for the inf- infrastructure there? I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. Who gives There's a some shit? deal, obviously within yep. within the um. So that was a broadcasting deal. That was an Eels home game as well. It was. It was, and we've spoken about this quite a bit, but the Broncos benefit from that a couple of times this year, one with the Eels up in Darwin. Hmm. And you've got to say, in those conditions up there, there's probably only really one team that those conditions is going to benefit. Yeah, the Warriors, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Canberra. Um, and we've got... <laughs> Fuck, imagine Canberra going up there to play. Oh, that they'd be they'd be running. I it don't with, actually uh, think the NRL could do it to them. I'd love to see it. You know what? Let's start a petition. Let's start a petition. Well, I guess every team—not every team—but there's twelve, thirteen teams a year that need to go to um, uh, Townsville. Yeah, I would. Darwin, I would make. Darwin's I would be make a lot worse than Townsville. I would make Canberra move. Have their game in August. When it's fucking bitterly cold in Canberra, it's like minus five, minus fifteen with the wind, and then yep, after after <laughs> up and play uh, North Queensland in Darwin, and I'd make yeah. it a two p.m. Sunday game. I don't think you could. <laughs> the NRLPA would be blowing up. Oh yeah, the NRLPA would be absolutely blowing up. Other they go, it's just Canberra. They've got nobody now without Jackie Whiten. Oh, we're going to start that now. We will get to that. Mm. 
we'll, we will get to that. Um, yeah. But so, th- so that's our home game for the Eels. But I would say 70, 80% of the supporters are Broncos fans. So it's a strange decision. Eels must get some sort of kickback for it. Yeah, I think they get. I think they get paid to send the game up there, and then they still get the gate as well. Oh, um, right. okay. So they they actually sell the game to, you know, who, whoever's getting them up there. The NRL pays, then the NRL gets paid by well, Darwin, and then they just shuffle the money on. They wouldn't be selling any merchandise up there, that's for sure. No, it would have been all Broncos gear. Yeah, all yeah. Broncos gear. It was a good crowd though. Big crowd, yeah. It was a it was a Vocal. good crowd, and it looked like I jumped onto the uh, Broncos page today, and I was having a look at some of the Instagram stories and whatever. Uh, it looks like the Broncos did a bit of work up there, just with catching up with fans and all that type of thing. So they really got amongst it in the couple yeah. of days up there, which is awesome for that community. A couple it of it is classic, absolutely unreal. Classic videos of uh, Jordan Ricky. Um, touching snakes and stuff like that. Have you seen those? Yeah. Oh god! They throw they throw a plastic snake onto him yeah. in uh, in a gift shop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Like he was gonna fucking punch the person who did it. <laughs> who was it that did it? Oh, uh, it, it it has to be Reno. Reno or Reese Walsh? Oh, I was going to say Reese Walsh. Well, after my I reckon last, he just be last week, he is a pest. He is an absolute <laughs> pest, and I love it. I love it. I love him, him even more for it. So, and apparently, Renault is a real pest as well. And is Gary he? Oates, Gary, Corey Oates. I don't know why his name, his nickname is Gary. His nickname is Gary, and I don't know why. I was my son said, "Isn't that like the the cricket player?" I said, "Oh no, that's um." Nathan Lyon, because there's a AFL player called Gary Lyon. And he's like, so is there somebody called Gary Oates? And I'm like, I have no idea, son. I don't know that one. I should really know that as as Corey's number one fan. I should probably know that. So you're not number one fan then? Yeah, let, let, well, let's put it out to our to our listeners. Who can who can tell us why? And I'm not even gonna research it. I mean, I wouldn't anyway, but I'm not even going to <laughs> attempt to research it. If somebody can tell us, oh, one. No, no, no. You should totally research it. No, no. Wrong answers only. Why he's called Gary. <laughs> wrong, wrong answers, answers only. Wrong answers only. Why he's drop it into the comments. Uh, drop it into the comments of the post. It's called the, the Broncos post. Unfiltered Podcast Community on the <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Wrong answers only. Oh shit! This is going to be gold. Wrong answers only. I might, yeah. I might, I might put that up tomorrow. That'll be hilarious. Um, anything else in the game there, mate? Well, there's a couple of big talking points that we need to cover off. Oh, okay. There are a couple of big talking points, and I, I, I don't. No, do we th- have this to? Is, this, yeah, we actually do. This is going to be interesting. So. We've not spoken about it. We don't know um, which side of the fence we're on here. We haven't discussed each individual tackle, but the hip drops. There were three of them in the game, Mm. allegedly. Um, Two by the Broncos, one by the Eels. There was three. You can't say allegedly. Allegedly. We we covered this before. (laughs) Allegedly. 
Um, and well, tech. Technically, there are they are alleged hip drop hip drops because they they they're all going to go to moving the on moving on. <laughs> so there are three. There were two Broncos and a Parramatta Eels. Yep. So Ezra Mam goes to the bin for ten. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eels player goes to the bin. Sorensen was it? Sorensen, I think it was Sorensen. And Payne yep. Haas, who. Everyone blew up about in coverage, didn't mm. go to the bin for 10. Yeah. And those in on, on coverage, I watched the Fox coverage, um, and those couldn't believe, given that the two previous had gone to the bin, couldn't believe that Payne Us went to the bin. Mm. Yeah, well, I listened to the Fox coverage too. However, you have to take take – the coverage with a grain of salt because it was blocker, and I love blocker, but I don't know, man. I, I look, I don't think I thought Payne Haas's was the least hip drop, hip droppy tackle. Well, I don't look, think Payne Haas is a hip drop. I don't and think I, I said I said it last night in the Facebook chat. Well, I don't think Ezra Mams um, is a hip drop either. Uh, I think I think Ezra Mams fucked. How, how can you? How can it be a hip drop tackle when there's only one tackler? The hip drop came it came has well, blown up yeah. in the last couple of years because the first tackler holds a person up, the second tackler comes in and wraps the ball, and the third person comes around around the legs, right? And that's where we got rid of the cannonball, and uh, so and then the and then uh, I'm not going to say Melbourne Storm were doing it, however. With all the jiu-jitsu moves and wrestling moves that the that people are that every team has a jiu-jitsu coach, and I knew the Broncos jiu-jitsu coach ten years, fifteen years ago when they were saying that we, they didn't have a jiu-jitsu coach, but I know that guy, and he was a he was he was an MMA fighter, and he was his background was his dad was a jiu-jitsu instructor. Anyway, yeah. so um, so that. You know, the third person would come in and put their weight onto the hip and pull them down. That is where the hip drop came from. But now, anytime, anytime you're, you're tackling and you're you're trying to drag the person down, uh, it's all of a sudden it's a hip drop. I, I don't think Ezra Mams was a hip drop. Uh, I don't think that's the intention of the hip drop, and I don't think that is that is a. Um, why they brought the the ruling against the hip drop? It's not for that reason. It was for the third person in one, two, third person bang comes in and pulls it pulls the um, the tackler down and you know puts weight on onto because they can't see they're getting tackled up here you know around the shoulders and they can't see that third person coming in and dragging them down so they can't brace themselves uh, they can't turn their body. So I think that is where the the issue with the hip drop tackle comes in, and I don't think Ezra Mam or um, Payne Haas's were hip drop. Anyway, I, I'm a little off uh, my head. I think I think Ezra Mam's fucked. Um, hearing what you're saying with all of it, um, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I still think he's fucked because I actually don't think the NRL quite know what to do with it yet. Well, I don't think um, the NRL know what what classifies a hip drop. I think I think it's all it's again it's it's we are 
we are catering for viewers rather than the game of rugby league. You yeah. know, we we are trying to look after mums and dads out there with with little Johnny and little Gemma. And I, and I understand that because my son plays footy too and I don't want him to get hurt. But they don't practice those tackles at well, certainly at my, my son's um, footy team. And apparently no rugby league, no NRL team practices either, right? Uh, but it could be because they've all done at least 10 years uh, or, you know, of, of uh, jiu-jitsu training or wrestling training um, and understanding how bodies don't move. That's the thing. Or, you, or you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to turn the body in a way that you're, you're taking power and speed and leverage off that person. That's, what, yeah. that's why they have a jiu-jitsu coach. Uh, um, and what, let me point out, it is Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's different to Japanese jiu-jitsu. They have a Brazilian Japan, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach in there, teaching how to how to pull the person down, how to take weight off, how to transfer weight from this to this, uh, to pull the person down. Yeah. So hearing all that, I still think he's fucked. No, he's fucked. He's totally fucked. <laughs> However, because the NRL don't have any, there's no God. Yeah, I, I get it, but but Payne Haas on the field. So on the field straight away, as soon as Ezra Mam, and I even think there were a few text messages that went up um, as soon as Ezra Mam did it, because he, he didn't get pulled up in the moments. It actually went two or three tackles, and then the it came down from the bunker, and then the bunker came in. Then he actually got pulled up there. But as soon as it happened, I actually saw it in real time and I wasn't quick enough to get on, but I was going to say, ma'am's fucked, hip drop. And I think one of our other listeners actually jumped on and went, oh, no, hip drop. And it, it's it's happened. Mm. And I think his understanding what you're saying about one man in, you know, that's not the intent of the hip drop. The hip drop was brought in for three. I, I get all that. But I think with what we're seeing and that action, everyone – I think a lot of people would have seen that play out and straight away their thought would have been, that's a hip drop. Forget about a number of tackles. Going to Payne Haas, I think mm. Payne Haas, he's, he's been uh, – uh, um, RG – sorry, RCG has come back in. Haas has – his momentum's pulled him around. His momentum's pulled him around. Mm. He hasn't actually thrown himself around. And if if RCG didn't land awkwardly, his left leg in the direction that he was going, so his left yeah. leg was going in the direction he was going, for whatever reason, his right leg trailed. He got caught in almost a, a frog position yep. or a downward fucking dog position. Haas's <laughs> momentum's come around and he's landed on his right leg. He hasn't – and he's only just landed on his right leg. If his right leg continues around with his left, Haas is missing him fucking completely. He's yep. not actually going anywhere near him. But he gets him and it was awkward. It looked awkward. I think RCG, I think he was injured in it. But going back yeah, to this yep, yep. conversation that we had a few weeks ago, the injury shouldn't come into it. The injury shouldn't fucking come into it. And it it will, it definitely will, but it shouldn't. Of course not. This is a contact sport. RCG, but it will. 
It will. I'm not saying he contributed to it, but it was where his leg was and where Huss ended up was mm. by sheer fucking fluke and accident. And Huss, I don't think. I don't. I. I. I if if I'm paying Huss now, this is this is this is the next part of this. Well, when I look at you, I think two, that, that looks like paying Huss. <laughs> if I if I this is I think it's what is it one to three weeks or one to two weeks? Yeah. I'm looking at the NRL website now, and they're saying one to two weeks um, for grade two dangerous contact first offence. Mm. Um, and the NRL website is saying that they haven't given their plea. Now, on Facebook, there was a story. Someone said that Kevy's already said that both Ezra and Payne are going to take the week and not going to fight it. Mm. What do you do if you're Payne Huss? You're going to win the Dalian medal in an absolute fucking canter. <laughs> if he continues <laughs> the form that he's playing right now, yeah. you're winning the Dalian in an absolute canter. If you get suspended for one week, you are still eligible for the Dell M, mm-hmm. but you get docked three points. Yeah. If you get suspended yep. for two or more weeks, you are no longer el- you still get docked three points per game, but you are no longer eligible for it. So the idea being, I think that they hope that someone by the three point deduction, you're not actually going to finish on top of the table and be ineligible. Hold so, on, hold on. So if you're suspended for two weeks or more, you are ineligible for the Dallium? You are ineligible for the Dallium. For the Dallium or for the position as well? No, for you you can't win an award. It's over. Wow. Two or more games. Wow, really? Two or more games. Okay. That is Shocking. Yeah. Uh, well, then, okay, if I'm Payne Haas, I could I could lose three points and still win. Uh, I could still win by round 14. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would take those. Um, I would take that week for sure. So, do you take so, – so, here's my question. Um, if the Broncos f- – and I'd actually feel pretty good about it. I'd actually feel pretty good about defending that one. I don't think you're going to be able to defend Ezra Mam. So are the Broncos looking at it going, we've got South this week. We'd love Payne to be on that field. So we're going to challenge it. Or is Payne saying, no, I think I'm fucked. I'm happy to sit out the week yep. with one eye on the Dallium. Um, well, if I was Payne Haas, well, it's so hard, mate, because it – so last year, it looked like he wasn't a team player. He wanted out of the Broncos, right? And this is only what we're hearing from outside sources, right? We don't – we don't um, as much as you probably don't realise, but we actually have nothing to do with the Broncos HQ. Um so if he turns around and says, "I'll take that week," I-, I will risk. I will take that week and not risk the two weeks because I want to win the Delhi M. But for the betterment of the team, he probably wants to fight that charge to play uh, against um, the bunnies. Yeah. So I think he's in a bit of a, a rock and hard place there, mate. Yeah. 
If, if I'm the Broncos, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if the Broncos go down. Yeah, if I'm the Broncos, I want him to. I want him to fight that charge. So are you fighting it? If are I'm you the fighting Broncos, that charge, yes, yeah. I would fight the charge. If I'm Payne Haas, are you fighting the Ezra Mam charge? Nah, nah. As he said, so everything but, you've just said, everything you've just said about two, three men in the tackle. <laughs> no, no, um, I'm little saying, man on big man. He was the only person in the tackle. You still yes. think no? Yeah, I think he's fucked because. The NRL are, are trying to push it out of the out of the game, and I understand that. But the reason for the the crackdown on the on the hip drop is not for the tackle that Esmeram did. That's not the crackdown on the. That is not the intention of the crackdown of the hip drop. Yeah. So that being said, so why don't you go down to Sydney and and and. Because I because I know Challenge the NRL will def- NRL will will that you can't you can't win that mate you can't you can't win yeah. against the when they have all the cards in the deck you cannot win I've got I've got a I've got pocket twos they got fucking pocket aces I'm gonna lose it's poker yeah uh, I got it twos aren't good. <laughs> You didn't go that well a like, few weeks ago, did you? Did you get pocket twos against pocket aces? I've got pocket twos against pocket threes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Anyway, well, I'm if I'm if I'm the Broncos, I'm ch- challenging us. Mm. I think I'm saying to Ezra, "You fucked." Mm. Um. You, I, I, don't, I don't think you challenge that one. I'd be very surprised, and I'd be rolling the dice on on Payne Huss. I'd be rolling the dice, and that that could be one of the most stupid moves ever, because you've just you don't have a snowball's chance in hell. But next two games, we've got Rabbitohs next week. Hold on, on Friday night. Hold on, hold on. Just, just I'm back. I'm back on that. Let's say Haas gets two weeks. So you're yep. telling me he can't win a Deli M. He can't win the Deli M. Does he still get points? He, he can still get points. So, the, and well, this is this is what I'm saying before. This is so. Let, let me I'll, just wait. I'll no, read it out. No. Okay. <laughs> any player, any player who is suspended under the NRL Judiciary Code of Procedure is deducted three Deli M medal points for each week of suspension. Any player who is suspended from two or more matches in any one season immediately becomes ineligible for the Deli M Awards. So I think the reasoning, this is what I'm saying, I think the reasoning that they can, even though you're ineligible, they continue to deduct points sure. is they don't want that embarrassing situation where Payne Haas has, gets suspended for two games, right? It, well, he's still probably going to fucking win by nine points anyway but if he got just the the idea being that if you get suspended for two points you could lose six points it's not that embarrassing situation where the winner on the night is actually ineligible for the award so does that skew the view of whoever is giving the points at knowing that Payne Haas is ineligible he's like oh well maybe I'll give Payne Haas one point but Nah, he, well, he can't win the award now because he's off for two weeks. So I'm going to give that one point to somebody else. Are you saying that the voting process for the Dalian medals is flawed? 
You fucking know what is, mate. You know what is. You know, it, it's the same as a. It's an interesting point, though. It is an interesting point, but I'm I don't sure. think you'd do that. I don't think you'd do that. I'd actually want to stick it to the NRL. Subconsciously, and go, Fuck I'm still going to give him three points. Subconsciously, you may do that. You're like, uh, I'd go the other way. I'd okay. go the other way. And it'd be the All same right. with anyone. So let's say, let's say Payne Haas gets his two weeks, gets his six points. Yeah. Is ineligible. Can't. By the end, he's in front by eight. He's in front by 11. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Well, I know. Now, we're saying this. It's a long season. And we're does, eight games and he, into the year. And let's let's say he, let's say Nico Hines wins it again. He's equal on points. Let's say Nico Hines wins it, Nico Hines wins it again. Well, he's every and fucking he, chance of winning it again. He's every chance. But And then you've got Ezra Man, uh Sorry, not Ezra Mem. Um, um, Payne Haas Pain. with 11 points in front of everybody going, brah. Right, we all know I won it, and Nico Hines is smiling, going, "Yeah, I won it," but also I didn't. I reckon because- Nico Hines, the type of bloke that Nico Hines is, I reckon he'd actually step down from the stage. He'd walk down to Payne, take it off around his neck, and then give it to him. Payne wouldn't be there though. Payne actually wouldn't be there. I don't reckon he'd go tell them to go get fucked. But um, or- but, but, but Nico Hines just seems like the type of bloke that would just give it to him anyway. Yep. And uh, his mum would come out from the crowd. It'd be a slow clap. Like yes. Yeah. There'd be cr- there'd be tears. There'd be hair everywhere. Uh, Nico Hines still got his his hair is wet. I don't know how, but it's always wet. <laughs> and he's he's just got the biggest shoulders you've ever seen. It's yeah. and uh, it's an Oscar moment. Uh, and, and Alfie's on so the. So where were we? Alfie is sitting and, there on the cans. <laughs> Well, it's funny you say that actually, because one of the messages, one of the messages that came through on Facebook the other night, um, you put up your score prediction every week. Yes. And uh, um, are you referring which I to? Love. Are you referring to the Broncos Unfiltered Podcast community? I am. Yes, I am. So um, we had uh, Alexis has written on there. He's written down a few numbers. Uh, 20 Broncos winning margin, 10 number of ten number of post-win Darwin stubbies consumed by Alfie. Um 10's very light on for for the number of stubbies that Alfie would consume after a after a win, I would have thought. Yes. Like I would if 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 the betting line was 10 for did Alfie. You, did you read the how next many comment? beers Alfie has? Because those Darwin beers are two point two five liters, <laughs> and Alexis has said I didn't actually. He said I didn't actually. They're two point two five, and I and I wrote back. Chris knows what he's talking about. I actually didn't read the rest of it. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's probably that's probably fair. That's probably fair. He's Alfie would be the drunkest man in Darwin. He's drinking his weight. Uh, the, I think those uh, stubbies are actually taller than him too. He, he's 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 got a straw. Oh God, Alfie Alice, Langer! He fucking listens to this dribble, <laughs> Alfie Langer. Now, I, so uh, we're, we're still, uh, we're still uh, going uh, on the Broncos. 
Uh, do you know what? We're 50 minutes in and the wheels have only just fallen off now. So good. last week the wheels fell off 20 minutes in. 20 so easily. We're, so we're, we're actually we're, we're going okay. We're going We're right. going okay. What 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 else do we need to talk about? So we've spoken about the camera angle. Yep. Um, we've talked about Blocker being a, the most annoying commentator. Um, it, I, yep. I tell you what, I almost changed it to Channel Nine. Then I slapped myself back to uh, back to KO. I can't do Channel Nine. I just I, State of Origin's coming up, and it's actually scaring me. My anxiety <laughs> levels are already starting to build. Because you know, I can't, you know, there's a part of me that come around State of Origin time. I always think to myself, just don't watch it. Just don't watch it and watch the Fox kick off at 10 o'clock at night. But just it's, don't it's watch not, it. It's, it's not, they have to wait. It's not straight away. I, I Well, it's, it is. It's, it's at the end of the game. Once the game's finished, they can jump on. Well, given that the State of Origin game doesn't start till fucking eight fifty-five, mm. and it finishes just before midnight, so so Thursday morning um, six six a.m. you could probably watch it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought about that too, but oh no, nah, I can't wait, mate. I can't. I can't, I can't wait. wait. You know, we should do a live a live stream. We should we should commentate uh, as a guest. Billy Slater. <laughs> Billy Slater. <laughs> After Rene. <laughs> Reno off to Payne Haas. No, that, that's that's not right. The so the other thing, the last thing that I wanted to talk to. Well, actually, do you know what? We'll do a let's do our three, two, one, mm-hmm. and then I want to close something out with the Broncos for next week. You did miss one thing, and I didn't want to bring it up. Go on, Cobo. What did I miss? Well, fuck. Which bit? Uh. Cobo his errors. Yeah. I've been saying this for weeks that Selwyn Cobo, um, he he gives as good as he gets. Um he he gives a try away, he gets a try. He gives a try away, he gets a try. I I'm not convinced that his he does some magical things. His head's just not fucking in the game at the moment. Mm. Don't worry, listeners. I'll send you Chris's uh, home address uh, if you're wondering. Um, I don't think. Uh, look, I don't think it's. I, I I don't know. I don't know. He's. Um, Is he making more errors than normal? Well, or has he always had this in his game? He is leading the NRL with errors, 17 errors, average of 2.1 um, error per game, which seems a bit light. Uh, actually, well, okay, look, if you're looking at averages, he's not that he's he's not number one, he's number three. 2.3 is the uh, um, uh, average uh, errors. However, Cobo's got the most in total, probably because he's played the most games. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, um, he does have an error in him, but but also, look, I, I've got to say his errors are generally when he when he's trying to score a try or doing a flick pass or something cool. It's not like he's uh, dropping the ball. Um, well, actually, no, he's dropping the ball from a fucking kick, and he's, he's dropping, dropping the ball, dropping ball coming kicks. coming out from his own line as well. I take those back. 
But if he, I'm glad we talked it through. If if he gives two if he gives two errors, he scores two tries. So he you scores know. two tries, and it mm. happens every fucking week. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, it'd just be nice. It'd be nice thing, if he didn't, because he can fix his errors. It's not like he can like not score as many tries. He's like, oh, I only did one error. I'm only going to score one try this week. Yeah. Fuck it. I've been listening to Chris. <laughs> well. I, I want to – let's do our points, our 3-2-1. Yep. And then I, I think we need to talk about next week and, and potential what, what the team looks like mm-hmm. um, with these charges hanging over our heads. Sure. So I'll, I'll do my 3-2-1 quickly. Yep. Um, after after shit-canning your mate, Patrick, um, the last couple of weeks, I've actually given him three points um, because I just think he – he just he just did what he needed to do. He did it well, um, but it was a it was a huge contribution. The amount of go forward he got and just cutting people in half. I just thought he played well. Yep. Uh, I'm giving my man Corey Oates two points, um, and I actually don't care that everyone thinks um, that it is completely biased view. All I say is you're lucky I didn't give him three. Um, so I've given Corey Oates two points and I'm giving Ezra Mam one point. Who are you angry at here? At, at um, the, the listeners or like they listen to well, us? Oh, just anyone. No, no, fuck you. Fucking everyone. I love Oates. <laughs> fuck you. I do love him, but I know that everyone's no, going to be. Nobody has said anything like, bad about the fact that you love Oates. Okay. No, no, no one said, but is he worthy of two points? He is in my eyes. Well, okay. So for me, and I've given oh, and I've sorry. given Man one point. So you gave Corey Oates two. Corey Oates two, Ezra Man one. All right. So for, for me, I've given Corey Oates Corey Oates three. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I've got my man Trick Carrigan. Trick Carrigan. Hashtag Trick Carrigan. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's not a thing. Uh, for all the it. reasons that you said, I gave Herbie Farnworth two because. Fucking, he was electric. Electric. Every time he touched the ball, he, he, you know, something's happening. And I gave your man Oates a one point because that is all he deserved. Yeah. yeah. Not two. So that's our that's our three two one, and that's that's a that's the game. There's probably so much from that game that we didn't cover off. Oh, totally. So many. That's cool fine. Now, now one one thing that I wanted to talk about is there's, um. There's a chance that we won't be fielding the same 13 next week against the Rabbitohs. There's a big chance. Um, g- given given what's hanging over Payne Haas and Ezra Mam's head and obviously the decisions to whether or not you're going to fight it. Now, I went down my, – my daughter had a gymnastics competition today. So, we, we went to the gymnastics comp and I was just uh, – when she was between um, rotations and whatever, I'm, I was just reading news on my phone. And I jumped on Facebook and fuck me, there was someone, the, the, some of the, the chat about our backline for next week and what that actually looks like with potentially Ezra Mam coming out, mm. dropping out of the team. I saw um, Walsh into six, Cobo to fullback, Arthur's, Arthur's in. I saw... Um, Herbie back to fullback, Walsh into six, and bring another centre in. I saw, and 
I'm I'm watch I'm I'm looking at all this and I'm like, don't you just bring in a fucking six? Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't you just bring and if that's Jock Madden, you don't you bring in you just bring in Jock Madden and just go oh, what well, I I don't what what's the fascination with you lose one so you make four changes? Well, there's also Josh Rogers, who's an actual five eight. Whereas I think Jock, yeah. Jock Madden is more a halfy, um, more a half, yeah. But which uh, is fine. Which, That's fine. Yeah, but look, just br- bring in a like for like. I, I think Jock Madden would be a, would be a, a better uh, better choice than. I mean, there's really not much difference between five eight and halfback if you look at like now. You know how, the, yeah. the role that they play. I mean, you look at uh, uh, Matt Burton. He played he played uh, halfback today, and. Uh, what's his name? Oh, the Flanagan. Flanagan. Flanagan played six. Yeah, and I thought Flanagan looked better at a, as a six than a seven. He had more time. Uh, Matt, Matty Johns was saying that, and he he was saying that it just took the pressure off him because he didn't have that pressure of yeah, you know the what was and to your point, first you're not actually you, you're playing very similar similarly, mm. but. You, the, there's less of an expectation on the seven. Anyway, that that was my thing about the team. I look and I go, well, you just bring in a six. Yes, you don't. I'm shuffle. not moving because. Yeah, I agreed. You don't shuffle 15 positions to fill one. That is crazy. That's crazy. You've got Reese Walsh, who's possibly playing uh, the best best fullback, or he's 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 possibly playing the best football. Um, at fullback at the moment and could potentially get him into a state of origin there, um, you just don't move him into six. You leave him back at fullback. 100%, yep, yep. And you certainly don't move Cobo back to fullback. Now, who do we bring in for how many How many players do we bring in for Payne Haas? Seven, six. Eight? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm down six. with six, yeah. Yeah. That, that's what you need. And I'm sure like the Broncos will be reaching out to the NRL now just to get that cleared <laughs> off as well. They'll just run. <laughs> just they'll just they'll they'll name a 16 man starting team and a six man bench. Um, realistically, probably Keenan Palacia would come in, right? I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, Palacia, I, I keep forgetting he's actually going to the Titans next year. Yeah, so we're going to lose him too. I, I would love to see uh, Benjamin Takura, Ben Takura, or Tickles. Uh, if you're, do you think he'll get a run? He probably won't, will he? Uh, I think he's he's probably just a bit too young at the moment. Maybe uh, you get a run on the. Maybe they'll pick him in the in the bench. He looks. He looks. Uh, he looks fourteen. Uh, on his profile photo, Big fourteen, but he's a massive unit. He's at least seven foot three. Do you think there's a chance that Carrigan moves into the? I mean, you talked about this last week, and they obviously brought um, Kobe, Kobe back into the team. Um, so, do you think there's a chance that Kobe plays thirteen, and they move uh, everything I've just said about um, you don't mm. move. Um, uh, Walsh into six and make seventy two changes two, to accommodate yeah. one. There's two different positions though. Yeah, so yes, I think it's different. Yeah, I would bring Kobe into lock and I'd play uh, uh, Carrigan at uh, hashtag Carrigan at prop. Um, and I tell you what, if Takura did jump on the bench, 
I would take out a sign and say tickles. A big sign that says tickles, tickle me, tickles. <laughs> uh, oh, I might actually go along. Friday night rabbitos. Good game. Mm. Great game to go. We should go together. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see let's see how let's see if we can make that work. And how do All right, we, so have we done the Broncos? We uh mm, yes. We are bow on it. We are done. Bow no, on a, it. A maroon and yellow bow with a white and a blue and maroon, and, maroon and yellow bow. Aqua. So a couple of games that we want to talk about, and we'll get to a couple of other games th- while we're while yep. we're talking through. Rabbitohs Panthers. Fucking cracker. Um, what a game. Yeah. What an absolute game. Um, probably one of my favourite players in the whole of the competition, Cody Walker. Yeah, 100%. Um, he, geez, he, he's, he's playing just, some pretty good football. He's just a fucking footy player, mate. He just, he is. He just knows footy. Um, he just, he's so good. His links and his understanding with uh, Latrell Mitchell. I, I love yeah. I love Latrell. You know he's polarizing, but I love him. Uh, he can do yeah. anything. What about how he get he scored that try? Gets up and fucking angry as fuck because uh, uh, he's such an angry man when he scores tries. Cleary has come in over the top and hit and hit him a little bit late. And he did hit him late he too. Did, yeah, for sure. He no, did hit him late. Nothing happened because it's Nathan Cleary. But yeah. uh, I don't want to be one of those guys that hates on the referees. But I, yeah. uh, but Latrell, yeah, man, Latrell was so good. Cody Walker, um, AJ, good team. I tell you who is playing really well and will probably play hooker and Origin is Cookie. He was he was great again. Yeah, he he's he had a not an off. Year last year. well actually wasn't off. It wasn't off year, um, but he is yeah. playing some. He's playing some good football. I'll tell you what I'm pissed off about for the for the um, for the Rabbitohs Panthers game. Oh, I thought I was going to say because you're bald, but yep. <laughs> so my tip, what <laughs> my tipping comp. Oh, yeah. so I, I'm I, I'm I'm in a tipping competition, and it defaults to the away teams. Um, if you if you don't if you don't yep. Uh, Put your put your tips in, and I was talking to someone on the Thursday Thursday morning early, six o'clock in the morning at work, and he's talking to me about his tips. I'm like, "Fuck, I need to do my tips." Started doing my tips, put my phone down, got sidetracked, watching the game that night, and I'm thinking to myself, "Fuck, rabbits are actually going to rabbits are actually going to win this game. How good's this?" And then I'm like, "I don't remember picking a margin game today," and then I'm like. I don't remember picking all the games today. Mm. And then I jump into the app and sure as shit, I didn't I didn't press uh submit and I didn't didn't actually complete all my tips. So you- so I'm sitting there watching the game and just as I said that, the Panthers, just as I'm thinking all this, the Panthers have gone into score. And I went, oh, fucking you beauty, <laughs> like this. <laughs> and I thought, oh, it's the away team. How good's this? And then 90 seconds to go, the rabbit has fucking crushed my tips. Yeah. So you forgot to put your tip in. Forgot to put my tip in. Mm, I've never had that problem, mate. But um, 
So you're talking to some guy about putting your tip in. Where the hell do you work? <laughs> so I didn't get my tips in. I thought I was thought I was on a good thing with the Panthers as the away team, and then the Rabbitohs stole it. Yeah, stole it. Well, they they fucked you over as well with the Broncos, or or, or can you just go back and? Well, no, you can. So oh, I, yeah. I ended up getting the rest of the week's tips in. Okay, so it was only that one week. No, um, and the way I'm going at the moment, mate, I, I need I need every tip I can get. So, um, so that one kind of yeah. that one kind of crushed me. <laughs> every single tip I can get. <laughs> anyway, Shane's gone. We'll we'll be back in ten minutes. So the next game, the next game that we need to talk about, uh, and this was, I still actually don't know how it happened. Oh. The Titans Dolphins at Suncorp Stadium in front of twenty seven thousand people, equal biggest comeback in uh, NRL rugby league, whatever you want to call it, history. So in a hundred and however many years, I missed what. No, since 98. No, I, I think they took it all the way back. No, no. All was, the way back to fucking, oh, was it just 98? Just, not, just no. 98, yeah. And uh, it was um, Cowboys versus Panthers. There you go. Since 1998. So. Um, I know, but it's the equal, the equal most ever. Oh, equal. All right, okay, yeah. Yeah, equal most ever. So I, I was, and the last time it happened was in '98. Okay, I wasn't really listening because I was still laughing about your tip. But um, <laughs> I, I tell you, I missed the first. I, I, I missed the first twenty minutes because I was driving home from my son's footy game. And funnily enough, I was I was listening to on the radio, and I saw one of the other dads in the uh, on the highway as well look over, and he's listening to the footy too. And there was a horse on the freeway. We we pulled a, just a horse walking around. Anyway, I thought, oh, that's a good sign. Was it Buck? It, it was a Bronco. It was Buck. Was it Buck the Bronco? Well, I'll tell you, Buck was fucked then, but just walking around by himself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I missed the first 20 minutes, but uh, and then when I turned the TV on, there was 10 minutes ago, it was 26 nil. I thought, oh, God, here we go. And then Dolphins <laughs> scored, and then they just kept scoring. So skip score. I would love to say uh, how good the Titans were in the first half, but I didn't watch it. But I can tell you how shit they were in the second because the Dolphins just smashed them in the middle, absolutely, just smashed them down the middle. Oh, just knocked in the door, kicked it open. Um, they their their middleman defense was just horrendous. Jared Wallace played uh, played brilliantly. Yep. He played so well coming off the bench. Um, he was awesome. But 26-0, did you see – have you seen the um, the Robert Jennings plays? Oh, just 14 times. Have you seen – So I watched the second <laughs> half. Don't worry, I watched it live. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Just get up. <laughs> Cody Nicarima was going to fucking deck him. <laughs> okay. So if you're you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, this is what happened. So the bomb's (laughs) gone up, Hammer's caught it, 
passed it over to Robert Jennings. Robert Jennings had to take seven, had to take three steps, and he scores a try. Instead, falls over. There's no one around him, or he just had to get up, reach out, score the try, and he just didn't move. And then he Kieran Ford comes there. over and tackles him seven seconds after after he got the ball. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, oh, no, damn. And Nikarima has just given it to him. <laughs> Two minutes later, he th- he's he's in again in the corner, but he's fucking dropped the ball. <laughs> Luckily, five minutes later, he scores a try. But Jesus. Oh. If you watch the, uh, the Matty John show, they were talking about in the in the dressing room. If they had lost that game, nobody would have said anything about that try, like, ever, ever. But the fact that they won, like you fucking dickhead, what the fuck were you doing? They would, it, and he will carry that for the rest of his life. It, it was one of the craziest things that I've actually seen. It wasn't. It, it's almost he just did. forgot. He just. <laughs> He just <laughs> was like, oh, what have I done? What do I do now? Forgot how to play. Well, what am I doing but here? Even, even when Nikarima was just getting into him, he was just, it was like stunned. I don't, <laughs> like he didn't get up to play it. No. He didn't get up to score. He wasn't trying to, you know, wriggle as though he was get, trying to move away from the tackled player that wasn't actually there. Uh, sorry, the tackler that wasn't actually there. He should have grabbed his hammy. He just, he just, <laughs> after the fact, <laughs> after Nicarima's just absolutely berating just him. Just take himself off the HIA. <laughs> nah, I look, something's not right up here. Something's not right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But how the hell did it, how did the Titans lose that? Because they're the Gold Coast Titans. God, imagine being a supporter of those guys. Uh, Poor bastards. Oh, just you, honestly, just the way that they've been uh, going. Oh, they're rocks and diamonds. Like, they'll score 30 points, but they'll give away 40. I just don't think they're a good team. I don't think they're a well-coached team. I don't think they're a good team. I think they've got a couple of good players. You know my views on David Fafida. Love him. I think he's the most overrated footballer in the whole of the competition. Um, and uh, we can't keep talking about the contracts, but he didn't he didn't he didn't ask for the amount of money. The the Titans paid him that amount of money. Yep. But at some point you need to be living up to it. And I said at the time when they paid him that amount of money, they're paying on what potential? Like I understand the whole potential thing, but I I don't know. You and I had a lot of conversations when he left the Broncos to go to the Titans, and I said at the time, fuck him, let him go. He's not worth it. All right, let's move on because we could be here all night talking uh, about David Fafida again. We could be. All right. People are falling uh, worst asleep. trip home. Worst trip home. Yeah, worst trip home. Uh, did you want to go first or? I'm going to go I'm going to go first. Okay. Um. Titans, yeah, just be, because because like I know it's an hour and a half down the motorway. Um, they probably get a team bus all together up and back. Um, that's going to be a shit trip. To 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 think you were up twenty seven nil and you go down 
to, and I'm going to say it. You go down to the Dolphins. Yes, the the Dolphins have played well. They're 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 you know they've won games this year. They started the season really well, but you're 26 nil against that team, a team of that's been cobbled together who have never gone through that type of experience before, mm. and for you not to be able to close that game out is actually disgusting. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so that's my worst trip home. I think at home. Uh, I mean, it's 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 forty five minutes up the up the road. You know, in front of a big crowd, you got to do better than that. You've got to do yeah. better than that. It's just yeah, I, I don't know, mate. Like Tino is doing the same thing that Tino does every every time, but uh, uh just being a supporter again. Oh. God, Jesus. Oh, actually, I know what that's like. What am I saying? I was a Broncos <laughs> for a couple of years. <laughs> uh, my worst trip home, uh, the Tigers. The Tigers had a chance to win it. They had a chance to win it with seven minutes left and they lose 22-16. Uh, God I mean, I was even – I'm even going for the Tigers and I fucking hate the Tigers and I want to see them – on one hand, I, w- I want to see them go the whole season without a win. On the other side, you know, y- you've got that – come on, just just get a win, guys. You know, just that underdog, please just get a win. And Manly – I'm were, curious to see how bad it can get. Manly was so And poor. I'm actually – Manly were poor. yeah they weren't good they 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 weren't good at all um, but did you see uh, Jake uh, Trebojevic get get interviewed after the game <laughs> yeah. the nicest the nicest man in yeah, he's like, oh yeah how oh, good was that yeah. oh, I really would yeah I really want them to win I really want them to win and he was standing there with his two thumbs up too <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah uh, but Luke. Um, What's his name? The halfback. Uh, the halfback for the Tigers. Luke Brooks. Luke Brooks. Bro. Yeah. By now, how old is he now? He must be 28. Uh, 29, he's, 30. So, yes. He's been playing for yes. 10 years. He should be able to finish a game. You're up by six. You've got to fucking finish that game off. Yeah. And just... Or you're up by two. You're up by one. You've got to. You've got to finish that game off. But he was. They dropped the ball so much. I was doing my head in, and it's not even my team. And Manly were so shit, but they still won. <laughs> oh, it was comical. Oh my god! Uh, do you know, uh, I every week. I really enjoyed last week. I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it. Because we we didn't actually well we kind of did, but we didn't actually talk about the West Tigers. Yeah, um, and I think we didn't talk about the West Tigers, but and how we did talk about them was that we weren't going to talk about them because they didn't play, and then they were lucky to get the two points in the bye. Anyway, I fucking love talking about the Tigers because it's <laughs> actually it's actually it's and it'd be fucking. 
Jake Travojevic made a very good point when he got interviewed. He's it, one of the reasons that he really wants to see them win a game is he said, I've been in a team that mm. started 0-4. Yep. And I hated it. I, he said, I, I thought about retiring. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. These guys have now lost seven on the trot this year, and it's how many dating back to last year? It's Isn't it like 13 or 14 games dating back to last year? Now, the Ross has been turned over so much that – you know, I don't think the players actually give a shit about the about the last year stuff. I think, but they would be acutely aware that they haven't won a game this year, and every game that they play that they lose, that next one must just seem so much further away. That next win must just seem so much further away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And each each game they lose, you know. Especially that tight one there. Um, so if if you're if you're Luke Brooks and you're looking at Tim Sheens and Ro- and Robbie Farah and Benji Marshall, are are you are you thinking fucking like help me, give me something, let or let me go, let me go and play for whoever is going to by Luke Brooks, but Newcastle. Well, I've been thinking about this and I'm going to – I still think, and we'll get to this in a second, but Luke – how many years has Luke Brooks been there? Oh, 10? Yeah, 10, 8, 10. Nine years? Mm. How many coaches has he had? Mm. 14. Um. If I'm Tim Sheens, I'd actually be looking at Luke Brooks. If I'm Benji Marshall, I'd be looking at Luke Brooks and say, please fucking help me. Yeah. Yeah. Because he that his contract, he hasn't played up to that contract for years. Mm. He hasn't even come close to playing up to that contract. He was paid absolutely on potential, same as David Fafida, and he hasn't he hasn't come close. Who's knocking down the door? Who's calling Pasco right now and saying, "Give me Luke Brooks"? Uh, uh, Le Catalans. <laughs> oh no, they've got Mitchie Pierce. Yeah, look, no, but like, who? <sighs> He hasn't done anything really for. I mean, he won a M five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago. But apart for halfback, yeah, yeah. But apart from that, he's done nothing really. Um, I, no. I don't want to hate on the guy because he's probably a nice fellow. But he, I'd actually forgotten about that M halfback of the year. Yeah, he he needs to get out. He needs to get out, or he needs he needs Benji Marshall to sit up there. I mean, he had Brett Kamali, one of the one of the one of the top five halfbacks in the last twenty years. Um, coach him really? last year. What Brett Kamali, one of the top five halfbacks of the last twenty years? Look, are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> top ten, then. Top ten. I mean, he won a couple of premierships. He played for Australia, played for New South Wales, mate. What have you done? What 
have you done? Well, you, you're hundred percent correct on 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 that. I I, I haven't done anything, but hmm. Brett Kamali, top five. And okay, all right. Let's move on then. Top ten. Top I'm going to try to put. I'm going to try to put. Oh, all right. I'm going to. I'm going to put together a list. My my my. Who, who's in front of Brett Kamali list? I'm going to do that for next episode. But so we've done. <laughs> we've done. We've done worst trip home. You've got the Tigers. I've got the Titans. First, first coach sacked. Um, <laughs> is I went looking for odds. Yeah, I, I wanted to see if there were actually any odds that's cool. on on next on next coach sacks. I went to Bet Three Six Five. I went to Sportsbet. I went to Ladbrokes. I went to Pointsbet. I went to a few different ones trying to find odds. No one's actually doing. No one's doing any odds mm. for it. I couldn't see it. I would love to know what Tim Sheens is actually paying right now because uh, mm. it would be short. It has to be short. It, yeah, it, it's shorter. You could probably go the same way as what your team is. Uh, you just flip it. So the West just inverse it. Yeah, West Tigers are paying $311 or whatever to win the premiership. So. Um, uh, uh, Justin Holbrook must be, he's back, baby. He's back on, on getting sacked. He was okay there for you a while. Holbrook. I think Holbrook is, yeah, is all of a sudden, it's, it was, it's not working. It's not working at the Gold Coast. It, it's, well, I don't think it's worked for years. It's exactly right. And it, they almost made the eight a few years ago, or they made the eight, uh, a couple of years ago. They made ago. the eight, they snuck into eight. Um, but it's not working. Uh, so, and Kieran Foran is great for them too. Don't get me wrong. And we we're only eight weeks into it. But something's not something's not working there. Something's not right. So, and hook- so on TAB on TAB West Tigers are paying a dollar thirty five for the most losses in the year. Yep. Okay. Um, then you've got St George, Newcastle, then Gold Coast. Gold Coast are on the fourth line of betting for the most losses. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, which is Newcastle? So maybe Newcastle that that they're, mm. they're playing all right. They are playing okay. They're playing some. They are playing. They just can't win. Yeah, some tough games. Some really tough games. They just can't win. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll. I'll. I'm still hook. I'm. I'm still hooks the first for for me. But yeah, I'm, I, I, I've just, I'm, I love the whole West Tigers thing. It's a fucking train wreck. <laughs> it's an absolute, it's an absolute train wreck, and I just, I love, I just love watching how, it unfold. How's this? Okay, who's who's the first sacked, Pasco or Tim Sheens? Pa- I, I can't see. Yeah, I don't know. It has to be Pasco. It has to be Pasco. It has to be Pasco, but Pasco might. Well, who knows what the constitution is there? I was going to say Pasco might just bullet the coach, but I don't actually think he can. Hashtag. I think. It, I think the board. I think the board has to do it. Hashtag knives out for Pasco. Knives out for Pasco. Pasco no potty. <laughs> well, Pasco more potty because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got, got more time on his oh, hands. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then finally, we'll have more listeners than him. 
Yeah. All right. So that's we've got through all of that. Mm. Now, a few of the other big talking points mm. of the week, um, and this is a bit of both ways. Uh, so the big news during the week that RTS has been signed by the Warriors from 2024 yep. next year. Um, so he's leaving New Zealand rugby and he's coming back to uh, back to the NRL, which is which is obviously great news. Um, but going back the other way potentially, um, and this really kicked on today. So we're we're recording this as as usual on Sunday night. Um, and this the, this really started to gather a whole heap of momentum. And you don't know what's what because there were murmurs of it during the week. Have the media just created this and all of a sudden there's a few more stories, a couple of phone calls made, who fucking knows. Mm. But apparently RA have offered, I saw a number of 1.8. Whoa, um, Jesus. For Payne Haas. Um, or or they're, they're about to table an offer in the vicinity of 1.8 a year for Payne Haas. My question is, is this actually going to happen? I thought your question was going to be, does he have a, a manager? Um, I, 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 no, I don't. I just, I, I, no, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Are you trying to convince yourself? Yeah, I am. I <laughs> yeah, he he's pretty much gone. Now I, I, I don't. don't I don't do you think actually so. think he is? No, no, no. I don't. I, I don't actually don't he, think he is. No, I don't think he's going to go. Um, I, I think one point I is think ridiculous. This is. I think the man is managers are putting the pressure on. It's the manager's way, and RA is probably feeding straight into it. Who knows? But um, and fair play to the managers if if this is their play that um, they've come up with, but. I wouldn't surprise me if the Broncos, if he and the Broncos announced something this week or next. Hundred percent, yeah. And given he's probably he's probably going to have a week off, he's probably got a bit of time on his hands to what? to get some contract work done. Either that, or he's going to take the week off to learn how to play rugby. <laughs> uh, well, he did play when he was a young fella. Yeah, of course, he did. Um, I think it'd be an, I, I think it'd be an absolute fantastic signing for Rugby Australia. Um, yeah, and he would he he would go a long way in helping the Wallabies win the World Cup for sure, but it's only been around for a little bit. This this whole thing with um, Sua Suali'i has been around for years. So, well, it was there before he even signed his first contract with the yeah. NRL. And Suali'i signed a um, or his manager signed a rugby contract. Um, or, or, or kept a, his um, rugby membership or whatever it was a few weeks before announcing Sua Ali yeah. was going. So I don't, th- I, I don't, I don't think that I don't think that he'll go. But there was news that uh, Rugby Australia has offered uh, Cleary, or potentially offering Cleary uh, yeah. a contract. Again, I don't think they get him. I think he's on long term. I thought he was actually he'd signed an extension last year. His old man signed we one. We all and then know he'd contracts are worth fucking nothing. Well, they are. They are. I, I get it. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But 
I just, well, it's just another obstacle, right? It's one more obstacle that just makes it a little more difficult for that to actually come through. I am going to say this, and I said it four weeks ago, five weeks ago, whenever, um, uh, whenever Suli'i signed his contract with the RA, good luck to him. Mm. If Payne Haas goes, good luck to him. Do you know what I'm not looking forward to this week? Mm. And I love watching 360. Oh, I absolutely love God. watching 360. I love watching it. It's just, it's going to be fucking putrid. Paul Kent's just going to be going off his dial <laughs> about um, Rugby Australia and and um, denigrating the Rugby Australia CEO. And it's just, it, it's just, it's going to be a painful fucking watch. But again, I just look at it and I go, well, he's here for he's here for this year. Yep. So he might go, he might come back. Yep. Um, just whatever. Let him go. Yeah, the, the whole RTS coming back, it's good. He obviously didn't play. He didn't cut it in uh, rugby union as well as maybe if, he, if he'd moved uh, three years before that, he'd probably have a better chance, right? Well, how old is he? How old's RTS? 27, I'd say. Is he? Maybe a little bit older. 29. 29, okay. Wow, okay. Yeah, so, so he'll be he'll be 30 next year when he comes back. So if he made that if he made that transition 5 years ago, then he's probably in a different space than he is at the moment. Maybe. I think people underestimate um how good some of those all blacks backs are really i don't think anybody Genuinely. um underestimates them do they well no i i i, th- I think roger tovasashek's a good footballer yep i thought he was a good footballer running around playing for the roosters but when he decided to go to new zealand um i didn't really seem that he was yeah I didn't see that he was going to play 80 tests for, for the All Blacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my point. Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, I, he, yeah, he, he's good and it's great that he's back, but I don't know, how many tests did he play for the um, All Blacks? A handful? Um, He played... Stit, man. Three tests. Huh. Three test mat uh three test matches. Yeah, so meh. Brad Thorne, though. Wow. Brad Thorne. Yeah, Brad Thorne. I love Brad Thorne. Yeah. So Brad Thorne. Uh did he did he resign from the uh Queensland rugby coach? I I, I don't know. I heard I heard he did. Anyway, let's uh let's see what he's up to, see if we can get him back into the sheds and get him and uh, uh, Alan Langer back on the cans. Um, Imagine Brad Thorne sitting in the box with Kevy like he was doing six weeks ago. Yeah, all season. Five weeks ago. Good. That'd be awesome. Ab- ab- that would be absolutely awesome. Full, absolute full chub. Full chub here, mate. Absolute. <laughs> it's, hitting the, it's hitting the desk. <laughs> all right, so... We've done we've done our review. Worst trip home, first coach sacked, a bit of around the grounds. Mm. Do we have anything else that we need to talk about before we move on to mailbag? Uh, no, I'm I'm pretty good. 
Um, uh, have we talked about the hip drop tackle yet? <laughs> Fucking hip drop. Uh, it's it's just going to dominate the, the news for the next couple of weeks as well until... Is it, though? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if it's actually knocked on... The, well, probably two weeks if they the NRL comes out and tries to knock some, knock it on the head. I reckon they should tomorrow. bring the... Um, Graham Annesley will come out. Bring the spear tackle back, but, uh, you know, might just be me. <laughs> Yeah. I think you're on your own there. Probably. All right, mailbag. Mailbag, baby. What have you? What have you got? Oh, just a couple of things. Uh, a, a big shout out to uh, our man, Wing Commander. His daughter is turned turned one today. So big happy birthday uh, to Atlas. She's she's been a Broncos fan her whole life. So a big <laughs> big shout out to her. Uh, I did have that's awesome. Did have some feedback from uh, the t-shirts uh, that I uh, talked about last week. Uh, somebody said <laughs> you should get a t-shirt with um, uh, strings out for Renault down the bottom. Just, just see the bottom of the t-shirt. Just a, some drawstrings just hanging out. Just, just look like a drawstring. Yeah, just hanging out. <laughs> so big shout out to Mark for that one. Thanks, buddy. Uh, and of course. Uh, we we have uh, hundreds of people now in the Broncos Unfiltered Podcast Community uh, group on, on on Facebook. So jump on; we'd we'd love to have you on as well. Uh, what what we do is uh, game day thread, and the last the last game we had over a hundred comments on it. Um, so we we it was good. Fun. It was really fun. You know we. You're trying to watch the game, but also like laughing about what people are saying, and you know, get get rid of Billy Walters, fucking hook in. Oh, wait, that was me. Sorry. Uh, and there's a you know people taking photos and videos and stuff. It's great. It's great. So um, jump jump into the Facebook group. Uh, it's getting it's getting wild in there. It's getting a little bit wild. The wing commander is uh it is is getting a bit wild in there. It is good fun. So we're uh, on I on Instagram. Um, we had uh, well, we had a couple of people write in. Our, our mate, the Oracle, and I will say actually, the Oracle. He was pretty close to the score on this one mm. this week. Um, I think he was only he picked a he picked an eight point margin. I think he had it at a 16. Um, final score. So he's he's done pretty well. The Oracle oh. is is certainly picking the games. Uh, he he had a big shout out though. Well, his thing was uh, Titans for worst trip home. Yeah. Um, so I have to agree with you there. Um, the Oracle. Now we've got an email, Shane. Fuck. Yeah, we have an email. <laughs> we don't get that many emails, and it's. We don't get that many emails, and we've actually on our email address. There's apart from the email that we got back from uh, from the Broncos when you asked for membership, yeah. uh, when we were one week into the <laughs> podcast and um, had three people listening to it, and they told us to go stick it up our jumper. Um, there's only actually one other person that's emailing us. Mm-hmm. Um, email address broncosunfiltered at gmail.com. So let me read this one out to you. And it's interesting because I thought to myself today, um, with the Dolphins' big comeback today, I thought we'd get an email. 
Um, and we did, but it wasn't about the dolphins. Oh, really? And no, it wasn't about the dolphins. Anyway, I'll start <laughs> off, and it's your favorite subject. The people's mum, Shane. It's the from the people's mum. It's the, the people's mum. The people's mum. Um, it's about the hip drop tackle. <laughs> okay. So I cannot believe the ridiculous calls of dangerous contact on both Payne Haas and Ezra Mam for their hip drop tackles. Is it time to wrap every player in cotton wool? It's a pretty big shout. Mm. Speaking from experience, I can say that a little hip drop can be enjoyable. (laughs) Nearly 50 years ago, Uh, I was involved in an hour or so of hip dropping, and nine months later, I welcomed my first child into the world. Nice. This is, this is I, I don't know how I feel about this. These days, my mind sometimes wandered off, wanders off dreaming of a little hip drop action with Dolphins super coach, Wayne Bennett. Oh, Jesus Christ. Chris, sounds like you and the girls had a great time camping. You might want to mention to Shane that he is starting to sound like Jimmy Carr with all the swearing. <laughs> Love, Mum. <laughs> so... <laughs> So anyway, um, thanks, Mum. Now I would like to give a big shout out actually to uh, to Mum or, or the the people's Mum. Uh, it was her birthday on Thursday, so big happy birthday, happy birthday. Mum! Um, for for actually not Thursday, Friday. It was her birthday on Friday, so a big happy birthday uh, to Mum. I tried. I sent her a text message. I was the first one. The family sent her a text message on the Thursday morning. I tried to give her a call on Thursday night. Uh, she didn't answer. Uh, I later found out that um, can't. She she had enjoyed a few celebratory drinks for her birthday, so she was probably tucked up in bed by the time that I phoned her. So happy birthday, mum! The people's mum. Well, so there you go. Either that, or she's giving us bad reviews again on iTunes. <laughs> what have we got? Another one? No, we don't. But uh, would love more <laughs> reviews on our iTunes. I tell you, we've got. We've got a lot of reviews on Spotify, which is great. Mostly, yeah, right. mostly positive. <laughs> mostly mostly positive. positive. Yeah, I think uh, we had sixteen <laughs> or something like that, which is yeah, huge. So, uh, yeah, good. We'd love all sorts of reviews. Good ones. All sorts of reviews. Good ones only. Any <laughs> sort of review. Good ones though. On iTunes or the Spotify. Uh, but other other than that, this, yeah, this actually could be uh, this could be. I'm just actually reading the Facebook page, mm. Shane, and there's there's this could be a new thing, uh, getting people to throw us the questions because there's someone's actually asked on here with the photo that you put up for us recording. Mm. Are the Titans the shittest team in Queensland? Oh. <laughs> um. Jeez, oh, the Cowboys have been pretty horrendous, but they did get a win. So I would say I think it's the Titans. I'd say the Titans, yeah. I would I think the Titans are the shittest team. So there you go, was I would say the Cowboys have much better chance of making the eight than the Titans. Um Yes. I agree. If they put it together, mm-hmm. and I don't think they're that far away no, I, from actually I think putting it together. They're one good one good game away from from getting back to I don't know if they get the same form as last year because I think a lot of teams know how to read them now and they're more uh, they're rushing up on Deedon 
now as well. Yeah. Um, but mm, definitely, definitely the Titans are the worst at the moment. Yeah. There you go. Be over and out. It, is that a is that a wrap? Don't forget, guys. Uh, the group on Facebook is called the Broncos Unfiltered Podcast Community. So jump on there. Would love for you to join. I got it right again like five times now, um, and uh, we've got some some maybe some interesting news coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks. There you go. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. The big the big eye eyeball emoji. <laughs> the big eyeball emoji. Exactly. What could it be? I actually don't even know what it is. Mm, it, what is it? Maybe you can tell me offline. Yeah. Well, my wife is pr- – no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Let's get out of no, here. short and stubby. See you guys. Let's go. See ya. See you guys. Step up in the studio and post up in the booth Y'all know that I'ma kill it, yeah But everybody claiming that they down for the ride But they hide when the police get up in it, yeah My credit card's never hitting limits, yeah I pull up in my city, had no business, yeah I'm killing every rapper, say they hot But they not making sure the mother rappers hit a witness, yeah But I ain't got no time to be playing these games No, I'm hitting every shot like I'm LeBron James Taking off, no, I don't pass my times in this race Making noise like it's NBA in this space. I'm making real boss moves. I'm only 18. Making-